into episode four of Mike Chuck. I'm Mike. That's Chuck. Thinks he can take me down. He can't. We know this. We've established this already. The match is coming. We don't really want to talk too much about that tonight because it just it's been played out a little bit because he thinks he's better than me. And we've got some awesome guests. Yeah, we have really good guests tonight. So let's just start with our first guest. And uh, Chuck's internet is really bad. So we're, I'm going to make fun of him for that later. But let's start with our first guest, all the way from, well, not really Amherst, but uh, out that way, is Reagan Galloway, um, the number 13th ranked res- girls wrestler in the country. Is that fair? Did I get that right? Yeah. Yep. Something like that? Yeah, something like that. I don't really pay attention to rankings. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, don't wanna, we don't want to mess it up because you deserve the, the credit that you get. All right, thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. So, Reagan, you uh, you haven't lost in Nebraska in like mm-hmm. in state in your career. Nope. Um, that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm. I'm. My dad and I just calculated it up tonight. I'm 79 and 0 right now. Jeez. Yeah, so it's gonna be close. I don't know if I'll get my hundredth win, but we're gonna try for it. So we'll see what happens. This year, you mean, right? Yeah. Yep. Yes, sir. Is that a bit? Hold up. Is that a – did you shoot that uh, buck behind you on the wall or what? Uh, my – can you see it? Yeah. My uh, mom shot it, actually. Yeah, I'm, we're big hunters over here. I'm, well, yeah, I mean, you're in Amherst or whatever. Megan just wrestled it to the ground. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually, my mom didn't shoot it. I actually took it down with yeah. a nice little <laughs> double leg. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, double leg and then just stabbed it with a little like. Yep, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I'm crazy like that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we we brought up so one thing. We'll get to the wrestling part, but I want people to get to know you a little bit. So, we last spoke to you in Fargo, mm-hmm. and you had your trademark. I'm going to call it trademark cowboy hat on. Yes, cowgirl, I did. Cowgirl hat. Sorry, my bad. Um, so why the hat? Is there a reason behind it? And kind of walk us through, you know, why why it's there. Uh, there's like, okay, it's like a little story behind it. Uh, my coach and I, Cara Romica, she's my club coach. She coaches out at Hastings College. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have we had this idea where we just wanted to be the duo, and we're like, oh, we could be like the WWE duo and have funny costumes. And I'm like, well, I have a cowboy hat. You have a cowboy hat. Let's just wear it to Fargo. Let's just be cool like that. And she's like, oh, I'm so down. They can call us, like, the cowgirl, rootin' tootin', tough, wrangler, Nebraska duo, whatever. We're, and so we're like, yeah, we're going to do that. And then I started, like, talking it amongst my group, like, my Fargo group. And then slowly, like, other girls started bringing cowboy hats out of nowhere. Like, one girl had, a, like, a pink fluffy cowboy hat. And I'm like, where did you get that? She was I don't know. I just wanted to be like you guys. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. So, like, the cowboy hat, I don't know. It's just, like, a thing now, like, when we go to Fargo, like, you know, like Nebraska, we kind of just want to stand out, like make a appearance and show people that we can wrestle. So, like one way by showing up and like making appearances, wearing the cowboy hats, people know. Like people knew we were from Nebraska because we had the cowboy hats. Like I had a guy come up to me. He's like, "You're from Nebraska, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, how'd you know?" Ah, cowboy hat. I'm like, "Great, mm-hmm. cool, love it, awesome." <laughs> so that's the story behind it. It, it. it can be a little intimidating too if you're an opponent. You're like this girl's a little crazy because she has cowboy oh, on in a single absolutely how am i supposed to keep up with country strength <laughs> <laughs> absolutely that's what people think like they're like oh nebraska they got that farm strength 
And then I wrestled a girl. I think it was my first match. She came up and, like, talked to me. She was, you know, I kind of was scared because, like, one, you were wearing a cowboy hat. Two, you had these, like, noob wrestling shoes. I'm like, great, cool. You know, you're intimidated. I love it. So. Well, you just throw hay all day, right? I mean, that's, what was that? Sorry. I said you guys just throw hay all day, right? Yeah, I actually do throw hay, and that kind of sucks. But, you know, I, <laughs> I get my strength from it. So, yep. So, kind of you, you were talking about being a trendsetter and, and kind of liking to stand out. Um, I read a quote the other day that you had said that you wanted to be remembered more for, for paving the way for girls wrestling a, instead of, you know, more than being a state champion. Um, talk to us a little bit about that. You know, so after I'm long and gone from high school, people are not going to remember me as a, like a state champ. People, I want people to like remember me as a good person. You know, mm. I'd rather be a good person than a good athlete because, you know, my athleticism is only going to keep up with me for so long. But being a good person, that's going to take me through the end of time, you know. Mm. So I think it's just it's more important to focus on growing the sport and then competing good in it, like being a state champ, being a state champ, like great. Like I know like that's awesome. Like getting my hand raised, winning state title, that's great. But I rather, I rather grow women's wrestling here in Nebraska so people can like start getting recruited here for top colleges and that we just keep growing the sport. Cause if we grow the sport in Nebraska, we can keep growing the sport in the United States. And we keep growing it everywhere. So. Yeah, I think I have a I have a funny feeling people are going to remember uh, you for the state titles and undefeateds and all that stuff too. But um, do you, as far as you know, college stuff? Do you want to pursue wrestling in college? Yeah, I'm assuming. Yes, absolutely, I do. I uh, I've been on the recruiting, um, looking for the best college for a long time now. I got several up there, but I've narrowed it down to my top two. So, looking forward to the college. Is that your sister? That is my sister. I she's Bring her she's in. weird. Bring her in. Ryan, come here. Come here, Ryan. Yeah. Ryan. Hey, Ryan. This is my this is my sister. Um, she can't hear you. I have a headphone in, oh. but she doesn't. She's the only Galloway not to wrestle. So. Hey, she's yeah. standing out. Standing yeah. out in her own way. <laughs> yeah, but you know it's gonna be alright because she's gonna be a top volleyball player. So I'm not worried about it. Amherst yeah. volleyball, look out! It's coming. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. So- so you mentioned your top two colleges. Is there any way that we can get that out of you, or is that something um, close to the chest? I'm keeping close to the chest. Uh, you know, it's just I don't want um, people to start rumors about me, you know, and start like, oh, why is she going to that college? You know, I just want to be at my choice. And it's go- it's going to come out here pretty soon. So Awesome. Feels like you got a good idea of what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm ready for it. It's going to be exciting. And uh, you know, it's just I've been working for it, and you know I'm excited. I hope other people are excited with my choice, and I hope they support me. So, what do you? Well, we will, no matter what. I know that. Um, what do you? What do you? I guess hope to give back to the sport of wrestling. One and two. What do you say to maybe some of the naysayers um, that are like, "Man, girls shouldn't be wrestling. Why are they doing that?" You know, what, what is your kind of take on those two things? You know, what I, what I want to get back to the sport is just, like, my knowledge of it and, like, just tell my story, what I had to go through so nobody else feels alone. You know, I had a – I grew up with a lot of adversity. Like, in my area, I was the only girl wrestler, so I got I got a lot of crap. But, you know, maybe, maybe the wrestler who I am today. And, you know, for all the naysayers out there, it's just I – don't, I don't know. It's just – I don't – because people don't understand what – 
wrestlers have to do like in general to go through the sport and or even like women's like wrestling it's just it's hard being a, like a woman in wrestling because you get crap no matter what because people are like it's just it's a male dominant sport it's not it's not a male dominant sport anymore it's the fastest growing sport here in america so people are just people are just gonna have to get over that hump because in the end i think women's wrestling is gonna save guys wrestling because you just you see that tournaments like you see coaches and even refs saying, like, girls, they, they get into wrestling more. They want to be around the sport. They want to learn. They want to work hard and practice. And they just, just want to be around it. And because girls, like, we help, like, each other. Like, I have teammates. Well, I shouldn't say teammates, but I have friends from other schools that I'll be in their corner, like, coaching or cheering them on because, like, that's – I just – I love them for that. It's just it's, – it's a family in girls wrestling. It really is a family. It's – I don't care what sport – like, what school you're from or who you are, like what rank you are, I'm going to be cheering for you because that, that's the kind of person I am. You know, mm. people are just going to – people are always going to have something to say. And as a wrestler, you just, you just got to let it roll off your back. It's just – that's how it is. Like that mind – if you want to be good, and you have to have the right mindset. Be like, you know what? I'm going to do it for me and myself, and I don't care what anyone else thinks. So. Well, I know that I personally want to thank you because um, I coach the Dirty Eagles Wrestling Club, and this year we have two girls on our team. Um, two awesome. little third graders and you know without without people like you and some of the other girls that are out there right now um you know that's that's not something that would happen um so i i want to thank you from the bottom of my heart because one of them is my niece so oh that is awesome i i appreciate it you know i like my main goal is just i want little girls or even just like even high school girls just to look at me like you know what reagan gala if she can do it i can do it like i want people to look at me and be like you know I'm not afraid to wrestle. Like Reagan's paved away, or they can say whatever they want. I just I want to go out. For, I want to be the reason that girls want to go out for wrestling. So, so one thing that I noticed is that with with a, a lot of the times with boys wrestling, you see them walking around and they're grumpy, unapproachable. Yeah. How do you keep such a positive attitude and still be so dominant? Okay, so um, I was saying uh, I have it on the back of my Wonder Woman shirt. It says. It says stay humble and hustle hard. And, you know, it's like, it's kind of like hustle beats talent. Talent doesn't hustle. So, like, if I have a good attitude, I'm going to perform good, you know? And it's just, if I stay humble and I just put the work in, the rest are going to, the rest is going to fall in, you know? I can't go out there and just think I'm the best, you know? When I go, when I show up to tournaments, I'm zero and zero. You know, everyone's just good as me. They put in the same work as me. And I'm just going to treat everyone in the match the same. And, like, who wouldn't be excited to compete? Like, you, you wrestled all week long. Who wouldn't be excited to be at, go to a tournament and beat up some people, you know? <laughs> you, just, <laughs> you, just, you just gotta have a right attitude, you know? Like, don't be like, I, I have girls who come up to me during the tournament and like ask me for advice. And then, and then they're like, oh, I thought, I thought you weren't gonna be up for it. I'm like, you know, I'm up for anything, guys. You know, like, I don't like come up to me and ask me questions. I don't care. If I have my headphones on, tap on me on the shoulder and ask me how to do something, you know? That's what I'm here for. Cause like, I gotta get better. Like, that's, that's what helps me to get better. Cause I wanna be a coach when I'm older. So like this is gonna help me get better, and then I'm gonna, and then if it helps other girls get better, then I'm all I'm all game for it. So if you keep this attitude, I'm telling you, you're gonna be one of the best coaches around too. Thank you, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. After whatever professional career in you no know, <laughs> wrestling or Olympics or whatever, then yeah. maybe someday. That's a dream. That's a dream. <laughs> yeah. All right, Reagan. Thank you very much uh, for joining us. Appreciate it. Good luck and. Uh, the Manstead tournament this weekend. I know it's a big tournament and a lot of girls and stuff like that. So um, good luck. And we will, uh, well, we'll see you 
um, in February in Omaha. I'm, I'm, I feel pretty good about that one. Yeah, I'm ready for that one. So a little over a month now. That's yeah. It's creeping I'm up. Excited. Obviously. Yeah. All I'm right. Excited. So. All right. Thanks. Thank nice you guys. Time. Appreciate it. Man, you want to talk about like uh, pretty? You just got me pumped up. I know. I'm like ready to ready for you not to take me down now. So oh, now go. you're getting blast doubled for sure. <laughs> let's go. Let's. Where do we want to? Can we open a room? Someone can open a room. I've got a keys to Central High School right now. I'll meet you there when this is done. I don't care. I told you <laughs> in a parking lot, wherever, it doesn't matter. I don't care. Uh, all right. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's get to our next guest, and we can talk about this later. I, I will literally meet you there in thirty minutes. I after thought this was happening at Metro's. Oh, now you're all. Now you're scared. You're backing out. Shoulder again. That's a neck thing. Oh, neck. Whatever. All right. All right. Let's bring in our next guest, Central City um, head wrestling coach Darren Garfield. Coach, appreciate your time. Uh, thank you for joining us and and chatting about central city wrestling and and you know maybe some class c in the middle of the state wrestling we haven't got there yet this season so it's kind of why we asked to have you on i appreciate the invite uh, always good to, to chat with you guys um and if you need a referee for that wrestling match between the two of you i'd be glad to jump in there <laughs> we might need to bring in your twin brother too to stay impartial so it's only a two minute thing and he i i feel very strongly that he can't take me down in two minutes let's just talk about central city wrestling right now i'm tired of talking about this okay um coach central city wrestling means what you know, I think uh, we've worked really hard to, uh, to kind of create a culture in Central City that uh, um, when people compete against our team or compete against our, our individual wrestlers, um, that they know they're going to get, a, you know, the, the best effort that, that, uh, that we have. And they're going to see a, a team that, uh, that strives every day to, to, to get better and, and compete at the highest level. And, um, you know, we may not win, win everything, but uh, we, we sure um, put in the time. And, and I think that is getting to the point where, you know, our reputation is that we're going to just have some solid guys through the lineup and, and uh, be a, be a hard duel or a, a match, whatever it may be in tournaments and, and be a good team to have coming to tournaments and, and kind of maybe up the, the, you know, the game of the whole uh, tournament by us being there. So, um, you know, it's been, uh, it's been 18 years that I've been there and um, it's been, uh, been a lot of fun and, and um, I feel really good at the culture that we've established and, you know, always work to do, but that's kind of where I hope we're at right now. One, one quick thing I'll let Chuck go. Uh, how cool is the new, I've been there. It's, it's fantastic. The new bison dome is, it's, it's pretty neat. It is, uh, it, we're definitely spoiled. I mean, it is a uh, top notch. Um, the first time I went in there, I walked in with, uh, our head football coach. Um, you know, it's, uh, it, we walked in together, kind of looked at each other and, and coach Hubert and myself. And, uh, my comment to him was, I feel like we're in a college arena and that's what oh. it feels like. It's, uh, it's got that feel to it. It's, it's crazy that we're, you know, class C school, C1 football team and, uh, basketball and, uh, volleyball is all C1, but, uh, that we have those facilities and, you know, that goes on top of our uh, really nice uh, 
football field that we have that we have put in field turf and um, new weight room and and just the list goes on and on a lot of the academics uh, in our school so we're a very uh, progressive school district and a, a really good superintendent that uh, does a great job of, of uh, making our facilities top-notch all the way around and it's an actual dome not like the fake Fargo dome yeah, no, it's uh, so it, it actually acts as a uh, storm shelter. Everybody in the town of Central City can fit into it. So if in case of a tornado coming through town, they can fit the entire town of Central City into it. So, oh, wow. yeah, it, it is actually a, in a circle dome, not like the Fargo building. Yeah, correct. Yeah, correct. Yep, it definitely is a straight up dome. Coach, yeah. you had some really really exciting moments at Central City, some big moments. What do you think stands out as your top? Oh, I bet I know, but go ahead. And <laughs> I, I know what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, you're right. There's been some amazing moments and, uh, you know, don't, uh, don't really like singling out any specific ones. It's just been such a fun ride there. Um, but, um, I mean, I, I'm a dad too. And so, um, I'm a dad first. And so having those uh, the last two years, having those moments that uh, have my son Drew jump into my arms as a state champion. And um, I mean, it just both years, he's undefeated all the way through 96 and 0 in those two seasons combined. And um, 2021 also won in the team championship, you know, at the same time, it's uh I don't know. I could probably coach for another 30 years and, and never have that feeling again. Um, I got another son coming through and maybe we can do that with him. But uh, to this point, it's definitely got to be Drew uh, and his two state championships in that moment when he uh, jumps into your arms. And um, it just yeah doesn't get any better than that. Not he's, only, he's pretty not, tough when he's he's above 90 pounds. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, a handful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Drew. It's funny because Drew. Um, when after the state tournament last year, he uh, we went to the Big Tens in Lincoln and and um, he he ate his weight in chicken strips there. We got to one of the private suites and and for the first time in our entire lives together, he was only 15 pounds away from me. So wow. <laughs> he was pretty bloated. <laughs> Is it not only, you know, having him, but then your brothers. I remember talking to you after. Uh, I don't know if you remember that, but I remember talking to you after uh, minutes, you know, after he won last year and your brother's there and you're hugging. And I mean, it, it was, it felt pretty emotional. Yeah. Our, uh, you know, our whole family is uh, kind of our lives revolve around wrestling and, and right. the fact that we get to share that um, and just the moments of, you know, competing against each other and, you know, you throw my, my dad into the mix there. He was a class C announcer for 15 years. Um, we, uh, you know, that's the state tournament's always been really special to our families, you know, my wife and, um, you know, my younger kids and uh, my daughter's a stat girl for me. And uh, my parents, both mom and dad travel everywhere um, watching us still, you know, like we are still competing and all we're doing is sit in the corner yelling at the, uh, at a wrestler. So, but they still treat it like, uh, like we're competing. They come to every, every single uh, thing they can. And, uh, it was a pretty special deal. So to be able to, to share that as an entire family is uh, adds to the special moments for sure. Coach, you know, whether you know this or not, you, you, you have had an impact on me as a coach as well. Um, one of the things that really stands out about you is how passionate you are for your wrestlers. And if anybody watches you at the state tournament, they can see you doing those high knees and jumping in the air. And I think that's, so cool and and uh the biggest lesson it taught me is that you know you can be 
unapologetically passionate for your wrestlers. Um, what keeps what keeps that passion going after all the success that you've had? Well, you know, I tell you what, it's and I appreciate your your nice comments. Um, you know, I, I I'm not naive to the fact that it probably ruffles from some feathers, but uh, like you mentioned, uh, I definitely don't apologize for for being uh, excited for my kids. Um, and the, the number one reason is because I get to be on that journey with them from the very beginning. I get to, you know, see them when they first enter our youth program when they're four and five years old. Um, so I get to see that entire process, that journey from the start to the finish. And so I get to see the time they put in, the, the amount of uh, sacrifices they make, the hours after hours of training, uh, driving across the country. Um, spend a night in motels, you know, and, and it just not just the kids, but the, the parents, too, that are so involved with their kids and, and their success that they're willing to drive them all over the place for our youth program. And, and uh, to see that end result and to see all that hard work and all those hours pay off um, to me is just the most exhilarating moment in the world, just because we've been on that road, that trip together. And um, but uh, I'm just so thrilled for my guys when they get to see those moments and, and actually get to see those moments come true. And so that to me is, is why I coach. It's, um, it's just about those, uh, the, the whole, the, the process, the journey. Um, but man, that end result, and it may be a, a kid that finishes fifth or sixth place, but uh, that, you know, um, it just seeing that payoff is what's the biggest, biggest excitement for me. Is um when I talk class C just as a whole right now, I mean, obviously I think C probably maybe gets overlooked a little bit um, kind of in this, as far as statewide stuff, but it's always super competitive um, this year, obviously clearly, I think again, um, teams maybe that, that when we get, we're, we're, we're like a month away <laughs> from the end of the season, which feels very Coach, it goes faster every year, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's nuts. I, I was talking to our girls head coach um, just today about that and they're you know about a month away from their district tournament. It just, it just doesn't seem possible. Yeah. Anyway, the other teams, I guess, and I know, you know, you guys always are going to be in the conversation, but other teams maybe in C to, to look out for. I think it starts with Broken Bow. Um, Broken Bow is uh, very, very talented. They came down from Class B uh, the last several years. They've been up in B, and they, they're a little bit like us. They bounce back and forth a little bit but uh, uh, between B and C, um, but they are down uh, to Class C now. And um, they're on paper to me, uh, without a doubt, the team to beat. Um, they are top to bottom, very talented. Uh, Coach Schaaf does a phenomenal job over there, and, and their guys are are battle-tested. He, he brings them to the big tournaments, and they are – I mean, they have a grueling schedule, and um, but they are uh, – they're going to be the team. And then, you know, there's a lot of other talented teams in there. Um, you know, I think Valentine is a team that's right back to where they always are and in the mix for, for state titles, and with Coach Allison – um, always has his guys in position to to maybe win the state title, in which they have done multiple times. And um, you know, there's there's some other dark horses. I don't even mean to call them dark horses, but because people know about them. But uh, you know, Croft and Bloomfield is a team to me that uh, that has some really top end talent that uh, I know is going to make some noise at the state tournament. And uh, they're actually still fairly young. Um, and then you know, even some other teams like uh, St. Paul, right up the road from us, and, and Coach Bowling, um, who I had the 
the pleasure to coach all the way through his high school career as a two-time state champion for us at Central City. Um, he's doing wonderful things at St. Paul. And so, um, you know, they got uh, they got a couple of guys in the roster that are both uh, have been state champions and some other pieces to go with it. But um, I don't mean to miss out on anybody, but there are several other teams in that mix. But those those ones really, really stand out to me of teams to, to keep your eye on. Coach, how – so I, I'm going to go ahead and bring it up. How stressful is a state tournament against the streak? I'm sorry, you cut out there. What'd you say? I said, how stressful was a state tournament when you guys wrestled against the streak? In 2011? Yes. That was, uh, I, you know, this is kind of a funny story, and I want to bore you with all this, but um, uh, 2011, when, when Scud had won their 13 straight state championships, uh, we we were the smallest Class B school that year um, by one student. If we had one more student less, we would have been in Class C. We were the smallest school, and um, you know we thought we had we had uh, a chance. Um, I didn't really you know consider that this could actually become a, a real true possibility. Um, but as the the state tournament drew closer, it just looked like we were going to have a chance. And at the, the district tournament, we just had a really good district tournament. We had 12 qualifiers. Um, felt pretty good going into the state tournament still it's it's scut you know nobody beats scut right. and uh the wednesday be uh the day before we left for the state tournament my wife and i went to, my wife siobhan and i went to go eat supper just kind of a, a little dinner before we left then i got a phone call from the omaha world herald to, to want to do an interview and uh when i i uh, got on the phone and talked to him they said uh said well it's uh, it's very clear that uh, you are the team that uh, has the uh, you know the best chance. And we really feel strongly you have a chance to beat Omaha Scott. And I was like, just for some reason that hit me at that moment, like, this is, this is real. Like we could really do this. And uh, people are not only then, uh, you know, expecting us to do it. Um, you know, and so it was, I, it was stressful to a certain extent, but at the same time, I feel like our guys believed in themselves. Um, and had we not beaten Scott that year, I don't think anybody would have thought that we failed just because it was Scott. And so I think that might've taken a little bit of the pressure off of us. Um, we just had to go do our thing. And, and the mentality that we had going into that thing was um, nobody's, which I told our guys, nobody's expecting us to just come out here and win this thing. So um, we thought we could do it, but nobody, to me, really expected it. And so that, I think, made it a little bit easier. But our guys showed up, and we had nine state medalists and um, ended up being uh, one for the record books. I remember that. That was that's pretty awesome. As someone who uh, wrestled against the start of that streak in high school, I was, yeah, I was something that, uh, yeah, the beginning of the start. All right, coach, thank you very much. Uh, we, um, you know, pretty sure we'll see you in February at the state tournament, if not before. Um, if Chuck can get past, you know, like 120th Street in Omaha, you know, west. One so. of these days. <laughs> hey, I drive past it for work every day. No. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Ask Lincoln. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. There you go. We need to get you, Chuck. We need to get you down to the dome. That's what we need to do. I've got to come check it out. It, it's awesome. It really is awesome. So, all right, coach, thank you very much. Enjoyed the conversation and your time. Appreciate you guys. Thank you so very much. Thank you, coach. All right, Chuck. Um, because you're having major audio issues for some reason, like I don't have my headphones and I forgot them at work. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, you're having major audio issues, so I think we should just end it. But what I really do want to, I, I did have a couple of notes. Here. There's three sort of big tournaments. Uh, the Millard West invite is Friday. That's always pretty competitive and, and pretty challenging. And then um, the Manstead tournament, which we talked to Reagan Galloway about, is the biggest in-state event um, at uh, High Plains, or in Columbus, um, I guess. And High Plains kind of, you know, is the host, I guess. But that's in Columbus at Central Community College. And then the Cheesehead is a big one, real big one. And Millard South will be headed there. So the Cheesehead last year is where I think Miles Anderson really – turned the corner and became an elite wrestler for Nebraska. He won some big matches up there and came back and he just wasn't the same. It's it. I mean, it has the, that type of effect. It's that tough. Yeah. And I might go to, I'm thinking I'm going to Millard West. So we'll see. Want me to meet you there? We can wrestle there. I, I would wrestle you right now in my, Bro, it's snowing out. I would wrestle you in the snow. doesn't matter. You can't no. take me down. Can't take me down. Whatever. How no. good were those interviews? They were good. They were really that was good. awesome. Yeah, both of them were really, really good. So Coach Garfield's a good man. And uh, Reagan, we we first talked to her um, at, in Fargo, and, and that was fun. So she had like – I remember she had like a little black eye. Um, she does not talk like a high school senior. No, nah, she's super mature. So Very wise. Yeah, very wise, very mature. She's awesome. So – all right, man. Well, have a good week or weekend. If I don't see you, I'm sure I'll talk to you. But... Yeah, I got to shut this camera off because that glare off the top of your head's blinding me right now. It's not. It's actually real uh, soft lighting, which I, I, I'd have. So it's definitely no glare. So good, good <laughs> try. Good try there. Oh, my bad. My bad. All right. We'll yeah. talk to you later. That was episode four of Mike Chuck. And uh, we'll be back with episode five next week. Oops. A Herd at Sports Network production.